Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. If you're new to the show, and I am proud, as always, to be presenting to you by the great folks at Zen Sports, plug in that promo code ATOZTN and get unlimited 5% cash back for 15 days for your first 15 days of betting with that promo code. Unlimited cash back is a great offer that only Zen Sports does provide. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands, practicing in Tennessee family and criminal courts. In 35 counties, Amanda J. is there to protect you and your constitutional rights. And TrueMath Fitness, protect yourself, protect your health with the best workout in Middle Tennessee. Nobody is going to put you in better position to succeed your, with your physical fitness goals than TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Your first workout is free, as I mentioned, at TrueMathFitness.com. So uh, for those of you who are asking about my posture this evening, I'm in the office. Uh, I'm sitting here with the cat. The cat is taking up more of the chair than I am tonight, which is why my uh, posture is uh, hurting. But I think when you uh, when we talk about things that are hurting, the Cleveland Browns are hurting in a terrible way with the Deshaun Watson situation. They paid this man $230 million. He had 32, or not 32, 22 different lawsuits against him for sexual assault, and they made him the highest-paid player in the sport after he, quote-unquote, cleared the charges, even though a lot of the things were proven, a lot of the allegations were proven to be so. And now he's underperforming. So not only do they have uh, one of the most publicly perverted quarterbacks that we've seen in professional football, but he's also one of the highest-paid, and he can't get anything done on the field, which is, of course, what supersedes any of the moral values that these NFL teams have. So they have a Watson problem in Cleveland. Um, William Jones says that joke is played out, bro. No, the joke that I'm going to continue to make is like, for example, when Deshaun Watson is shoving the referee out of the way, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson has a noted history of putting his hands in places where they don't belong. So I'm going to continue to make that joke because that joke still makes me smile every time I make it. But I think that when we talk about Deshaun Watson's circumstance from an on-field perspective, from a performance perspective specifically, You have to acknowledge that this dude is so, so rusty, even eight games in. He played six games coming off that 11-game suspension in 2022. uh, And then so far through two games, they're one and one on the season, but it's not really, their success has not been due to Deshaun Watson. In fact, the biggest reason they were unable to come back last night on Monday Night Football was because Deshaun Watson couldn't get it done. It took a defensive touchdown by the Pittsburgh Steelers for them to be able to pull that off. But I think that when you uh, I think that when you look at what they have on offense, there are still some ways that the Browns can threaten you. But I think it's worth taking a closer look at Watson's situation. Uh, we'll talk about it together. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it's presented by the wonderful people at Two Rivers Ford. Quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service, is what they can provide to you. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at Two Rivers Ford. So Deshaun Watson, through these first two games of the 2023 
NFL season is the 30th ranked quarterback by QBR. Now, his paycheck is up there in the top five, but uh, by QBR, by statistics right now, by quarterback rating, he is the 30th ranked quarterback among qualified passers through these first two games. 389 uh, passing yards in two games, two touchdowns, and two interceptions, the QBR of 29.3. It's pretty ugly. Completing 55% of his passes. This last game, he had a QBR of 16.5. It is one of the most, it's just so, it's it's so disarming to see him out there because he's a former All-Pro quarterback with the Houston Texans. He has the sexual assault allegations. He miss, he's out of football for a year. He comes back, He's become, he becomes the highest paid player in the sport after the Cleveland Browns trade for him because Jimmy Haslam, you know, noted, moral leader and character leader says, ah, but you've got to understand, despite him and all of these accusations, many of which are proven to be so, he's still a really young quarterback. And we really value those guys to the tune of $230 million guaranteed. So not only do people hate him because they made a moral decision on a quarterback who is inherently immoral, but ownership hates him because they gave him $230 million guaranteed. And there has been no larger sum of guaranteed money given out in NFL history. So now every quarterback that's sniffing around the contract market is saying, yeah, but the pervert got the money. Why can't I? I'm not out here with sexual assault allegations. But here is Deshaun Watson in a really, really uh, interesting position trying to find ways to rebound. So they they pull, they pull they fall short 26 to 22 after a blowout win of the Cincinnati Bengals, and the defense really does the legwork. And the defense is nasty, by the way. We'll talk about that. Uh, a little later on, but I think when you, uh, I think that when you look at Watson in particular, the absence of Nick Chubb, the horrific knee injury last night, and how much more he's going to be asked to shoulder is where things kind of uh, start to, you know, start to hone it, where the pressure starts to rise. The coaching staff is already under a degree of pressure; they can't get the two hundred thirty million dollar quarterback to perform. Now the quarterback has to do more of the legwork on his own, and it's not quite clear if he's capable of doing so at this stage of his career. So your Two Rivers Ford take in the comment section uh, as we uh, as you get ready to hear from Deshaun Watson, the question is this, where would you rank him among NFL quarterbacks right now? Of qualified starting quarterbacks, 1 to 32, where would you categorize or where would you rank Deshaun Watson at this point? Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, we'll talk about it together. Uh, in the meantime, this is Deshaun Watson in the post-game press conference after his team simply could not make it happen against a bad Pittsburgh Steelers team. Uh, still coming along. Uh, you know, I feel like tonight, you know, it, it was uh, shitty uh, as, as far as that. You know, there's some plays that we, we, we capitalized and we did good, but as far as my part, you know, it's not good enough. Um, you know, I, I put that on me. Uh, you know, the first play, yeah, we can, you know, get into the – tactics of, you know, receiver running out and putting the ball out and, you know, this, that, the third, but, you know, I got to give him a better ball. Um, you know, the forced fumble for a touchdown for them, uh, you know, you can say this this guy can do this, but I got to protect the ball. Um, we're not going to put it on anyone else. You put it on me. Uh, I can take the full blame. I can take the criticism, um, and I'm going to do that. I told everyone in our offense, the whole team, I'm going to be better for this team, for this organization, so we can win games like that. And um, I'm fine with taking the criticism, and I will be better. 
So he says, I'm fine with taking the criticism. He's a soft-spoken uh, individual, but he's saying there, I'm fine with taking the criticism um, and that he will be better. Well, there's, you know, there is proof of concept of Deshaun Watson being a high-level quarterback in the NFL. It's just been considerably, it's been a considerable amount of time between Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson, and the Cleveland Browns iteration that just can't seem to get his feet under him. Where would you rank him among NFL quarterbacks? Logan Wood says 23rd. Uh, 20, uh, 20 or 20 or lower. I assume that, uh, is what Billy Jones is trying to say on, say, uh, on a Facebook live 69th says Stephen King. Well, there's not 69 qualified quarterbacks at this point. Mason Moriarty on Facebook live says, I'd say at least 10 to 15. Well, again, not based on if you're, if you're trafficking in his name, then maybe you might put him in the 10 to 15 range, but he is, you know, he is the 30th worst, or I guess 30th best quarterback out of 32 again the QBR of 29.9 or 29.3 is what we're referencing there and quarterback rating isn't everything but it's a pretty good kind of summary of what the player has done so far on the season you know as to I for whatever reason I have an odd amount of Browns fans in my life there's a weird amount of Cleveland people I wouldn't want to live in Ohio either I'd probably want to live in Nashville Tennessee as opposed to Cleveland Ohio so I get why they all moved down here but I was texting back and forth with a couple of my buddies who are Browns fans and they're saying well, we have an all-pro quarterback. We have, uh, you know, skill position players all over the place. They traded for Elijah Moore. They have uh, Cedric Tillman, who looks like he's going to be a nice player for them. And, of course, Amari Cooper has been a high-level wide receiver across the course of his career since he was drafted at Alabama. The problem is the all-pro quarterback hasn't been an all-pro quarterback in five or six years at this point. And to just assume that the lights are going to come on after he spent a year out of football going through all the legal situations that he did, it's not a safe assumption that we can make. You know, Calvin Ridley missing two years with the gambling suspensions and coming back and looking phenomenal for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wasn't really expecting that out the gate. It, it's possible. These are still very, very high-level professional athletes. And I believe Deshaun Watson is, is not yet 30. So it's not like he's past the peak of his um, theoretical powers or should be past the peak of his uh, powers at this point. But what he's bringing to the table is not enough for the offense and the offensive coordinator and the play calling head coach, Kevin Stefanski to, to ask him to do more. They're trying to hide Deshaun Watson right now within that offense because he's the throws are late. A lot of times mechanically he's uh, he's fallen off a little bit and it just doesn't see, feel like he's seeing things clearly when he's out on the field. Game speed is something he's had plenty of time to adjust to. And it's, it's just, it's not nuclear bad. It's not Ryan Tannehill three interceptions against the New Orleans Saints bad, where he's just missing shit all over the field. But what what what's what what Watson is doing is leading to a level of inefficiency that's not allowing them to operate the full scope of their playbook, and that is really really hindering when you've got the kind of skill position talent that the Cleveland Browns do. That this is why they paid him the money, not just because he's young, uh, but because not just because it's the most important position in professional sports but because they felt like they had the roster that was ready to go. They've got Miles Garrett. They've got a great defense. They've got all these wide receivers all over the place. Nick Chubb is probably the best running back in football prior to the injury, not named Derrick Henry. Now Nick, Nick Chubb's out of the picture, but they've still got a stout offensive line, and the quarterback just can't figure things out. So, you know, where, where would you rank him? I'd rank him 30th probably, uh, right where his QPR says he should be ranked. And that for the Browns right now, there's a legitimate problem. Now, for the Titans, it plays into their hands, and we'll talk about that here in just a second, obviously, given that that is the next opponent that the Tennessee Titans will travel to face. 
We'll get into that right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free as a Middle Tennessee resident. I dropped 58 pounds in part due to True Mav Fitness. It is an awesome facility. The coaching staff is great. Whether you like the boot camp style uh, group classes that they give, that they offer morning, noon, or night, whether you want to do personal training the way that I enjoy on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or to sign up for a membership and go work out in their gym as you please. True Mav Fitness is the best workout in Middle Tennessee, a new way to work out for the new you. TrueMavFitness.com is where you go. So I think that a savage servant says, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that you're a cat guy, not a dog guy. Yeah, definitely a cat guy. Cat guys are a lot easier with uh, the travel schedule that I have. And you know what? The fact that they go to the bathroom on their own and I got an automatic litter box makes me even more of a cat guy. Hard leaning into the cat guy situation. Uh, I think that uh, <laughs> Ben Hall says, you do look great. Pleased to hear it was from working out, not because you were sick. Yeah, so Bert accused me earlier this week of, uh, of having an eating disorder, which is about the nicest thing that anybody said to me in a while. I think that, uh, I think that as you look, as we pivot into disorders that the Tennessee Titans can cause for Deshaun Watson, you know, the offensive line situation, not ideal. Jack Conklin done for the year, former Tennessee Titan, who they gave a big contract to. Uh, he missed the first, he was uh, ruled out for the season after the first game of the year. They're operationally, I know Pittsburgh is a hostile environment. They were playing on the road. Uh, primetime game. The environment was was very, very, uh, very raucous. And obviously the defense put on a great show. But the protection for Watson has not been overwhelmingly great, even though they do have good offensive linemen in front of him. The question, of course, is can, can the Titans affect the quarterback to the degree that you know the Browns can affect the quarterback? Because Miles Garrett is, you know, a trained polar bear at this point who'd be just as happy gnawing on the back of Ryan Tannehill's neck as he would, you know, stopping the running back in the hole. So I think that when you uh, when you look at the matchup and what Watson has in front of him, you know, front four for the Tennessee Titans is always going to be the thing that they're best at, always going to be the thing that puts them in the best position to succeed. It's the thing that makes them the most special. Um, but with with what uh, with what the Titans can do to the Browns right now. They're pretty evenly matched when it comes to the defensive line, and I think for all the problems that the Titans are capable of causing Watson, uh, the, the Cleveland Browns defense, coordinated by former Titans coach, or, uh, coach uh, Jim Schwartz, is going to be able to uh, is going to be able to wreak some havoc as well. Dre Wilson on YouTube. Uh, well, actually, we'll read this comment here in just a second. Right after I remind you that the primetime program is made possible by the great folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com, get your dream address without the stress. The Intel edge you need to succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. So Dre Wilson asks, Buck, uh, how do you think Garrett is going to affect the offensive line? Well, the thing about uh, the way that Cleveland is deploying him is he's all over the place. He's rushing uh, standing up. He's rushing with his hand in the ground. He's uh, they're, they're putting him on the inside when they feel like they have favorable matchups. They have a lot, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of really, really uh, fun games that they play up front. Well, not fun for opposing quarterbacks, but Jim Schwartz with that kind of talent at his disposal is obviously finding ways to succeed. Now, obviously, they have health going for them right now. The secondary is pretty, secondary's, uh, pretty good. Grant Delpit, uh, it, the corners are the weakness, but Grant Delpit is a safety, uh, not I wouldn't say a great player, but a really solid player 
that works well within their defense and they're finding good ways to get him involved. Uh, our buddy Zach Lyons from the Football and Other Efforts podcast says, I just wanted to stop into the chat and say that Deshaun Watson stinks. He's been a terrible bottom-tier quarterback since joining the Browns. I agree with both of those assessments. Uh, also, Buck, your hair looks flat. Work on generating some volume. No, I, I do this so that so it doesn't fro. The, fr- the fro is the biggest issue. The volume is the biggest issue. This is done intentionally to you know keep the fro flat for the time being. Uh I think uh, Mason Moriarty says we had to deal with Bosa and I feel we did a pretty good job at dealing with him. Need to fine tune the game plan, uh, fine tune, but same game plan. Well, that's the thing. Like I'm going to look up Joey Bosa's snap count because that dude barely played in this game. So while you can, you know, rest on your laurels if you want to with the usage rate of, uh, with the usage rate of Joey Bosa, they were clearly and obviously, you know, limiting him as he worked his way back from the hamstring injury. And when he was in the game, he was effective. Uh, You know, Mack is not quite the premier pass rusher. Khalil Mack is not quite the premier pass rusher that we all associate with that name anymore. They had a good plan for them, and they were getting the ball out well in the second half. They were doing a better job of protection in the second half. And I think that, uh, I think that, Bosa on a, you know, Bosa on a limited snap count versus Garrett full go are two very, very different situations. You know, the offensive line has been, uh, I think the returns have been overall positive, even if Andre Dillard is the biggest issue probably on that side of the ball right now, the left tackle. He continues to be a uh, a low point for the unit. But I do think that Miles Garrett is going to, uh, they're going to find weaknesses. They're going to play games up front. They're going to run stunts. They're going to, if, if Skaronsky plays, uh, it'll give him a better chance to keep Ryan Tannehill upright. But Ryan Tannehill is going to be under some considerable pressure because you know Jim Schwartz is not only going to send arguably the best pass rusher in professional football after him, but he's going to have some pretty uh, good blitz designs schemed up as well. I think that, uh, you know, with all the different things that the Browns are trying to do, the question is, what is the biggest threat on the roster? So we can talk about that together on the offensive side of the ball for the Cleveland Browns, absent the presence of Nick Chubb, who is done for the year after last night's game. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by Zen Sports. Download the Zen Sports app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, and you will get unlimited 5% cash back in your first 15 days of wagering. It's a great value. There's no reason for you to waste your money on any other sports book but Zen Sports. Download the app today, plug in that promo code ATOZTN, and you will reap the rewards that Zen Sports has to offer, whether it's football, baseball, postseason on the horizon. You got basketball right around the corner. Zen Sports is your place to wager. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions do apply. Must be 21 or up in Tennessee to bet. Uh, So, biggest threat on the offense for the Cleveland Browns. No Nick Chubb. Uh, Ford, the backup running back last night, had a really, really nice effort. How sustainable that is remains to be seen. Um, But the question is, are they going to change what they're doing offensively to feature more of these wide receivers that they spent all the draft capital and all the money uh, trying to improve their roster upon when they've got a $230 million quarterback, $230 million quarterback that, you know, based on their play calling decisions, they don't seem to trust very much. The way they built this and knowing what Deshaun Watson looks like right now, which I can tell you in the building. They feel he looks rusty. I was going to ask you, without Nick Chubb, now the the struggles of the quarterback become even more important. And through two games, it's about as bad as it was last year. 
I don't think they change the identity of what they're going to do and what they're going to be because they just lost Chubb. I think they just are going to continue to run the ball and, and make it work with how they view this offense and what the strength is and try to get Watson back up to what we've seen. But but the word rusty was, was, was the way it was described to me by someone who, who's been around him. The primetime show is presented by the great people at, uh, did we do all the ads? No, Law Offices of Amanda J. Gentry. AmandaJGentry.com is where you go for the best constitutional law, constitutional law expert that is out there. They have practiced in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties across this great state. AmandaJGentry.com. Most of us aren't constitutional law experts. Amanda J and her team are. Go to AmandaJGentry.com to make sure that your constitutional rights are protected. Uh, so that's Diana Rossini, our friend, formerly of ESPN, now working at The Athletic, speaking to the idea that, you know, based on her conversations with sources uh, in the Cleveland Browns organization, they're not planning on changing the offense very much. And, you know, that's surprising to me. At some point, you would think that uh, the Browns might want the quarterback to earn the paycheck, the sizable paycheck that they have uh, that they have bestowed upon him. But if the plan right now is to run the holy hell out of the football, then perhaps they've got the personnel to do it. Maybe he doesn't have to be much better than he is, but the problem is he's not getting better, or at least he hasn't gotten better over the course of a sample size of eight games. And that for them is a really, really difficult issue to overcome. Uh, it is worth noting that Kareem Hunt uh, reportedly did make a visit to Cleveland today. I did not see any news reported. Uh, I do not uh, see any news reported specifically around a contract for Kareem Hunt, though I do think that that is a signing that would make the most sense. It just depends on how much they value Ford as the backup uh, and uh, and how much more they feel like they need to spend on a, on a vested veteran running back who's going to cost more money you know, obviously still out on the marketplace for a reason because he wants more money than NFL teams are willing to pay for uh, pay for him. Ben Hall on YouTube says, doesn't that play right into our strengths? Yeah, Titans have a really good run defense. Um, you know, I I don't know what the, the Browns are going to be favored at home, and they should be. I don't think the Titans should be road favorites over anybody right now. It's not a good enough football team based on the two-game sample size that we've seen. Could they improve? Could they get better? Sure. It's early in the season. But right now, the Tennessee Titans are not a football team that should be favored on the road over over any other professional sports franchise. Um, I think that uh, I think that playing into your strengths, though, if the matchup plays out like it should on paper, then yes, the Titans do have a stout run defense. If the Cleveland Browns are just going to basically bash their head into a wall for four quarters and try and run the run the air out of the football and try and play clock control in that situation, then. Yeah, I guess that is a that is a that is a game plan that we have seen deployed before, but it's eerily reminiscent if you're a Titans fan of 2021 and 2022 under Todd Downing, where they don't have a counterpunch, right? Titans didn't have a counterpunch. That was the biggest problem with the offense. You can hand it Derrick Henry may end up being a Hall of Fame running back, but it doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you've got no other ways to get other playmakers involved, or if you've got no other playmakers to get involved to make sure that Derrick Henry isn't running into, you know, defensive fronts that feature eight or nine people in the box, which is just basically like asking him to get into a car wreck every play for 350 touches on the year. It's not feasible. And because he does it, people think that it is sustainable, but of course it's not the best way to use that running back. So I think that, you know, low scoring should be the expectation. I think a lot of defense 
uh, is going to be featured here. I think it's going to be unpleasant for both quarterbacks participating in the game. But I do think that, you know, if Watson continues to not take steps forward and there's not really been a lot of evidence to say that he will, you don't want to be the team that he gets right against because then you're the clown. Um, but I think right now, you know, Watson not being what we normally associate to Sean Watson's, you know, capable of being really plays into the Titans' advantages at this point. All right, quick gone viral video before we wrap up the primetime show on this Tuesday evening uh, from the Zen Sports Studios. The question that we are going to ask you is this. Real simple. What's the best thing that you saw on the internet this weekend on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch? This was a really, really bad moment that I'm going to present to you. Uh, I don't know if it's the best thing that I saw on the internet. It's the most inexplicable thing that I saw on the internet this weekend. This is a game from an Iowa State uh, outing where a made field goal was ruled by the officials to be a miss. I want you to see the play for yourself. It's a short clip, but this is courtesy of ESPN. And no good. Wow. Contreras can't believe it. Iowa State is still blanked here in the fourth. And how demoralizing for Iowa State and that coach right there, Matt Campbell. They put their best drive of the game together. That's a made field goal. And because the officials gave the signal that it's no good, even as you see the ball go through the uprights, that's not a play that's reviewable by college football rules. So the ruling on the field stands, even though you see that football go right through the uprights. Now it's not dead center, but it drifts through the uprights. And you see the officials, both officials signal no good. Iowa State gets loses three points despite making the field goal. It's not a reviewable play, so they just have to eat it. And they end up losing the game by how many? Three points. Ten to seven was the final margin. It's one of the most inexplicable uh, officiating gaffes I've ever seen. Uh, and that there's no that there's no accountability for officiating in that place where you know, if coaches comment on the officiating, they can be fined. If players, you know, uh, interact with officials not to their liking, they can be, uh, it can be punitive as a result. This is a really, really boneheaded move by the refs, and it cost Iowa State a critical win. Again, look at this, look at this play. Look at the ball go through the uprights, and look at the officials after the fact. And no good. Hideous. That's a fireable offense. Uh, you know, we don't we don't fire a lot of people around here on a regular basis because I don't I wouldn't want anybody to get in front of a microphone and try and fire me. But uh, that is a really really tough look for the for the officials, and, and there should be some kind of punitive measures taken. It's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show. Appreciate your guys' participation as always. Uh, what do we got coming up on the radio show tomorrow? Ah, the great one, Jimmy Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com. We'll do the dumbest thing in sports at 11 o'clock, and you will hear from Mike Vrabel and Ryan Tannehill at 1220. Now, I will say this. You know we get a Titans player on the radio show every week, and I don't want to put any additional pressure on the person that I already have berating them with texts in the last 24 hours. But I did make the first request of the year for Ryan Tannehill to be on the radio show. Whether that happens or not remains to be seen. But we will find out Thursday whether that actually comes to pass and you know, I think it'd be a good opportunity for Ryan to have some uh, for, to do some good PR out there with people 
Uh, not that the radio show is great PR, but it certainly helps them get in touch with you guys on a regular basis. 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Looking forward to hanging out with you guys there. We've got a new end of show video. So enjoy the rest of your evening. And I will talk to you tomorrow morning on the radio, if not primetime at 8 p.m.